Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rome, Monticello. This is Sunday, July the 16th, 2023. This service was recorded on July the 9th, the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Kathy Harms. Thank you to Larry Taylor for sponsoring this week's broadcast in appreciation of those who prepare and participate in the weekly message of faith. Thank you for joining us today. Our service continues on page 94 in the front of your hymnal, on page 94. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to learn, live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to each of you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our service continues on page 147 in the front of your hymnal, 147. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Lord.
join with me in the prayer of the days is printed in your bulletin insert called Celebrate. You are great, O God, and greatly to be praised. You have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Grant that we may believe in you, call upon you, know you, and serve you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Good morning. The first reading is from Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 through 12, with the following preface. The coming Masonic king will inaugurate an era of disarmament and prosperity. Because of God's covenant with Israel, the people are designated as prisoners of hope. The reading. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double the word of the Lord. The second reading is from Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 25, with the following preference. Life captive to sin is a catch-22 existence in which we know good but do not do it and do things we know to be wrong. Through Jesus Christ, God has set us free from such a futile existence. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I, want, when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self. But I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite the congregation to be seated as I read the Gospel in which Jesus spoke to the crowd saying these words, To what will I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in marketplaces and calling out to one another, 
We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say look a glutton and a drunkard. A friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by their, her deeds. At that time Jesus said thank you father lord of heaven and earth because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intellect, and you revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Father except the Father, and no one knows the Father, let's see, no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, I'm going to invite the children to come forward, and Sophia, I might need help from you. Um, can you be my writer? If not, I, you, she's wonderful. Thank you. And so we're going to have the little kids. I'm going to ask them questions, and you just write one word on this piece of paper and then take this tape and stick it to this carpet. Okay. All right, that's your job. And if one of these markers doesn't work, another one will. Come on up. Yeah, let's get this out of the way. All right. I was worried. I didn't see anybody showing up. It was at about 8.30, and there was only three cars in the parking lot. And look at everybody showing up. This is great. Okay. I have a question for you, and, and Sophia's going to write down. It's a one word. Now, burden is a big word, burden. Um, I want you to throw out a, a word that would um, cause you to worry. A word that, um, that feels heavy. Help me. Uh, a word that is heavy on your heart. A word that um, keeps you awake at night. Something you worry about. So let's throw a word out there. Okay, I think I heard school. Can you write school down? Do, do any of you worry about school and homework? You're not thinking about that now? Okay, Connor's got another word. No, school. Okay, school. You want to go ahead and tape that to the carpet. Um, Let's see. Does anybody ever have to give a speech? Do you worry about talking in front of people? You worry about talking in front of people? Jack's clapping. He has no problem talking in front of people. So now I want you to, uh, what would we call that? Uh, speaking, speaking in public. Speaking in public. Okay, what would be another thing that really worries you? Something that might keep you up at night. Boy, you guys live a great life. You have nothing to worry about. Um, Sophia, can you think of anything else? No? Okay, I've got to do all the work here. Okay, they're going to do the work here in a little bit. Okay, so speaking in public. Let's put that one on here. Uh, what would be another, uh, help me, what would be something that would keep you up at night that's kind of a burden or worrisome? Hunger. 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 Boy, if you go to bed without having that snack beforehand, uh, you know, 
Hunger, being hungry, worry about that. Where's our meal going to come from, right? Or how about those who don't have a lot and go to the food pantry? So hunger's a big one. Thank you for that one. Let's get one more, one more. What would worry us, keep us, what? Sickness. You know, we're so blessed with our health. What if we get sick? Look at that. Boy, you write beautifully. Okay, so we have school, hunger, speaking in public. We've got sickness. Um, these things worry us, right? Okay. So I stuck these on this carpet. It doesn't make any sense. You can't see them. So why don't you come around here to the front and take a look at this carpet that's all rolled up. And uh, I want to see who is the tallest, too, if you can get in a line here. I want to see who is the tallest, because whoever's the tallest, I'm going to pick on them. So, Connor, if you want to stand here and face the congregation, face the, nope, nope, right in front of the, okay, have you ever heard of a, a yoke? Have you ever heard of oxen that have a yoke or horses, uh, they, they yoke them together, that way they have more power? and uh, they push against this thing that's on their shoulder to pull the wagon or pull the plow. It's an old term, a yoke. And so, Connor, I want you to go like this. And Jesus says that uh, his, light, his yoke is light, but you've got all these burdens. You've got school to worry about, sickness, hunger, and speaking in public. Okay, is that heavy? No. Okay, I want you to stand there for a while. He's got this burden. He's got this burden. Hang on, you're, you're doing all right. But we heard in the scriptures that uh, Jesus' yoke is light, and so uh, God gives us comfort. And so I need to have Madeline come over here and, and hold that in. You're going to be God's comfort. Okay, uh, we're going to come over here. Here, Sophia, we're going to lift that side. This is God of hope, and uh, and then we're going to we're Nolan. We're going to come back here, and you got the job of kind of holding one here and one here, and kind of hold, help holding that up a little bit. And that's uh, the lover of our soul. God is the lover of our soul. Is it is it still heavy? A little. A little. <laughs> All right. Well, the whole message is, is that we have a God who loves us and who says his yoke is light. And uh, if we try to hold it all up, that's what's going to happen. It's going to come falling down, crashing down. So with that, that was a disaster. But uh, we're going to hire a director of education and they're going to do a much better job of, of a children's sermon. So um, uh, let's do this. Let's... Uh, Let's pray while Connor holds that, and then let's sing Jesus Loves Me uh, when they go back and take their seat. So, here we go. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of Jesus who, bear, who bears our sins and the weights of the world and frees us from these burdens. Uh, may, may your yoke be light, and we turn ours over to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give it a good toss. There we go. <laughs> Jesus loves me, this I know. For the
going to wonder what went on in church today, but whatever it was, it was fun. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As I heard Kathy read the scriptures, it really caught me by surprise. And, and what I heard was three things. Number one is we have a God who is the comforter for us today. The second thing I heard was that God through Christ is our hope for tomorrow. As Gene Shipper often said, resurrection hope. And the third I heard was Jesus, God, is the lover of our souls. This is a theme that came to me as Kathy was reading these scriptures. But what also caught me off guard was this prophet, Zechariah, sharing this prophecy 500 years before Jesus was born. And I thought to myself, you know, we're kind of in the middle of summer in a way. We're going to see some 90 degrees and we hope we get some rain out of it with the unsettledness of the air. But we're in the summer. And what did it sound like to us when we heard Zechariah say, Lo, your king will ride in triumphantly, and he will ride into Jerusalem on the full of a donkey. And I'm, and I'm scratching my head, and he's going to command peace of the nations, and his blood is going to be a covenant to us. For the gift of eternal life. I don't know about you, but I'm like, did somebody mess up? We're not in Advent. We're right dab here in the sixth Sunday after Pentecost, but I hear Advent. Wait, watch, listen, for your king will come riding on a donkey triumphantly into Jerusalem. And I'm thinking, okay, why do we have this scripture here in, in July? And we can't go forward, we've got to go backwards, because it wasn't that far back. And that reminds us, actually, not just Advent, but we come into Holy Week, and what's Zechariah talking about? What Sunday is it in Holy Week? Palm Sunday. Yes. And we've kind of stole that with the Passion Sunday because we try to get everything packed in on Palm Sunday because people's lives are busy so we don't come back for Monday, Thursday, or Good Friday or Easter Vigil before Easter. So we're at Palm Sunday. You know, we live in a very special time. We live in the end times. We live in this time between... The prophecy and Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, who came, lived, died, and was resurrected. And it happened just as it said by the prophets. Not just Zechariah, but it's throughout the prophets. And we also, in this end time, live in this time when Jesus will come back. A second time. And isn't it interesting as we take a look at the end of Zechariah and says, now I want you to take a hold of it. I want you to take a stronghold. I want you to take a hold of God's presence, God's love for you. And when I return in this covenant, this blood covenant, 
I'm going to return to you double. When I heard that, I thought about Job. You know, Job, we don't know a lot about him, but it's a wonderful folklore that has made it into the Bible. And Job was faithful to God. And uh, supposedly Satan and God have this conversation and Satan says, let me have Job. I'll get him to turn from you. And God says, go ahead. And Job remains faithful. He doesn't have the best friends. They don't give him the best advice. But you remember Job lost everything. He lost his wife. He lost his children. He lost his fortune. He lost his land. But yet he stayed faithful until Job was at his lowest moment. And then God forgave him and restored double. So what is this restoring of double? I like to use my biblical imagination and think about restoring double the gift of our salvation. You know, this last week we lost two wonderful matriarchs of the church, Donna Helgens and also Goldie Helgens. Both very active in their faith, both trusting in the Lord. For Donna, things turned very quickly, a sudden illness. And the message, keep me comfortable and trusting in the Lord. It was hard for her to let go of this life, to leave Karen and Kent and, and Jane. But knowing God was going to be there to take care of them. And for Goldie, who had been without Daryl for a number of years, who lived a long life, we too live in this in-between time and know that what's coming is more glorious than we could ever imagine. What God has in store for us. My mom's been here for a visit and she's dealing with some health issues and, and she shares with me this will probably be my last trip here to Iowa and to Wisconsin and she will live out the remainder of her days in Sun City and I promised her I'd go down and see her at least twice a year if more possibly and I hear her saying I look forward to being with dad again and with Gail sister there's something when we've lived this life and, and my mom and my dad were blessed with long life my dad lived to be 83 my mom's going to be 83 in September that's a good long time that she has something else to look forward to. We have God who cares for us deeply, that he comforts us now, that we live in faith and that we trust this gift of faith that it's been planted in us as early as our baptism, maybe even before that, God can do anything. And we were sealed in the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. We were baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit. God, Emmanuel, came and showed us the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the door. I am the gate. I am the good shepherd. And Jesus died for us to bear the sins that we carry with us every day. And we began this service with confessing and receiving God's forgiveness. The one thing that we have during this end time is we harry on to this sin. 
And I love our prayer of the day. Did you notice that God created us for God's self? And that there's this restlessness within us until we finally lay down this life and come into the presence of God, into the fold with the saints of light. And so we live in this in-between time. And we have burdens that we bear. I, I love this gospel. I'm going to end with this. I love the, the gospel, and it's almost like a, a joke. Uh, God, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you don't give these smart wits uh, any clue to what's going on. They really are dumb wits. They just don't know it. And, and those who are least last and lost in the kingdom are yours. I had the opportunity uh, to sit with Elfrida Tobiasen yesterday. Things have changed for her. The pain is a little bit more. She's not able to move quite as much. We're going to pray for her later in the service. And uh, it's interesting the story that she shared with me. And one day I will share that with the congregation but there's one scripture that just sticks to her. And that's Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Lo, let all the little children come unto me, for blessed are they. They will inherit the gift of eternal kingdom. This Sunday school superintendent has always seen herself as a child of God and puts her trust. Oh, she's burdened with pain and Charlotte's on her way out the end of the month and Everett has been with her the last two weeks and Aaron is with her these next two weeks. And she looks forward to seeing Sharon Cal and, and Terry Smothers. She enjoys those two, her communion assistants. We don't go through life alone. Christ goes with us and partners with us and we're in the ministry together. And let us bear one another's burdens through Christ's love for us. For even Paul, what we read in Romans, is there's nothing good within me because of flesh. The flesh bears the sin. But the other subtle thing he said was, thank God that the love of God dwells in my inmost. And so I end with this. You are blessed by God. God is in you, in Christ, and has given you the gift of the Holy Spirit. We're now in this time after Pentecost. Remember, you are a child of God. You are loved. And God goes with you. And blessed be our memories of Donna Helgens and, and Goldie Helgens. The Gospel of our Lord. Amen. Let us share the affirmation of our faith as is found in the Apostles' Creed. I'll invite the congregation to please rise. You'll find this on page 105 or the back inside cover of your hymnal. <laughs> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Stand to receive the blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Go in peace. Share Liturgy Copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved. <laughs>